What's up, you guys? Welcome to Real Life and Estate, episode number one. My name is Manny Galindo, and I am your host. I have George behind the camera, but he also has a microphone, so if you guys hear him, he's not ready to be on the camera yet. Why do you have glasses on? <laughs> because it's dark. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. But we're going to be your hosts, even though George doesn't want to be on camera just yet. We'll work him up to that. Mm-hmm. So kind of want to give you guys a little bit of a rundown to what the where we kind of want to go with this podcast. Um, obviously, we're both realtors. We're both in the real estate industry, and we're also both barbers. But I kind of wanted a podcast that I would like. I listen to podcasts whenever I'm getting ready, whenever I'm in the shower, whatever I'm doing. If I'm driving, I'm more than likely listening to a podcast. And I kind of wanted to do something to where us Latinas and Latinos can relate to first generation Mexicans. We're we're in a, in the age where our generation is at our peak in regards to what is it that we want to do with our money what is it that we want to do with their future building generational wealth that's kind of what we're all trying to do what's the goal here i personally still don't know we're building that right babe Mm -hmm. and so welcome to the podcast we still don't know where the heck this is going but i really hope you guys follow along (laughs) yeah i hope you guys like it so a little introduction on me my name well i go by manny but legally i just changed my name and if you guys want steps on how to do that i got you let me know um i legally changed my name back in november and honestly it wasn't that hard of a process i changed it to daniela um why should we talk about this right now or should we talk about it in another podcast Uh, i think in another one in another one okay i'll leave you guys hanging on that because it's it's honestly a interesting story in regards to why i changed my name but um legally changed it back in november i still go by manny because that is the name that i chose it's not Mane. it's not my former name it's manny and i chose that and i'm comfortable with that so i am 24 going on 25 i am a leo and i think my attitude really really reflects that i think george would say that my attitude is something that he has had to learn to deal with but um i mean i got into the real estate industry a year ago when you see this podcast it is going to be the one year anniversary of when i got my license which is crazy to think about it's crazy i was over here like stressing out about what i was going to do how this was gonna go (laughs) i didn't know where our life how our life was gonna be right now if i'm being honest um I remember you getting me, not getting me in trouble, but like you like telling me to relax because it's the day before the the exam. The exam, yeah. In the hotel room. Oh my god, we I messed up and booked the hotel room way last minute. If you're gonna get your license anywhere, not just in real estate, barber, whatever, don't book your hotel room last minute. As soon as you know what your test date is gonna be, make sure you book your hotel room ahead of time because we waited last minute and. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we stayed in a really <laughs> yeah, really bad hotel. It was it was sketchy. It was pretty sketchy. It was bad. But I couldn't sleep, which don't do that to yourself. You need sleep. You need your rest before your exam because it's a big day. 
Um, but I remember studying and I had taken a crash course called RE Trainers and I loved the way that they did everything. I felt super comfortable where my mistake was was that I decided I was going to study off the crash course that um, the school that I went through provided. And when I did the, um, the crash course for that one instead of the other one, it was very different and I legit started crying and George was like, yeah, relax, you got it. Like, and I'm over there freaking out, getting mad because he's telling me to relax. Don't tell me to relax. Yeah, it was pretty funny. <laughs> but anyways, the day went on and I ended up getting my license. So again, I'm honestly very thankful to be here. One year later, my numbers are looking good, which is what this freaking industry is all about. Numbers and helping people. And thank God that I'm in the position to do both. So there's a little bit of a rundown, just a little bit, because I feel like we're going to save most of it for different podcasts. Um, do you want to give a little bit of an introduction or not really? Um, yeah, I mean, my name is George Casas. For the people that don't know me, I'm 25, grew up in Arvin. I'm a barber. Um, that's usually where uh, a lot of people know me from. Mm-hmm. I've been cutting hair for a really long time. I got into real estate. It's pretty good. I like it. It's fun. You get to know a lot of people, get to meet a lot of people. Um, but yeah, we'll see how where this podcast goes. I'm pretty excited uh, to give you guys a little insight on Our what lives. we got going on mm-hmm. and what other people's lives are about and what they got going on and how they got to where they're at. yeah how they got to where they're at and everything so we'll see how it goes but just stay tuned guys we'll keep you guys updated with everything that we can update you guys on and our lives as well so for sure um real estate related updates george and i post weekly updates on how the market is going on here in kern county um it'll tell you how many active deals there are how many active homes there are how many have sold how many are pending how many have withdrawn little facts like that and i'm sure everybody's seeing on the news everything going on the the impending recession that is what is going on today i don't really want to talk about it because i don't know much about it what i can talk about is that interest rates are climbing up again. They are going to put the interest rates up another 0.75. So if you're wanting to buy right now, you better do it ASAP and lock your rate because if you don't want a higher, higher interest rate, then you're still at a good chance. And if I'm being honest, the rates that are going on right now are the rates that were before COVID. We just got used to those two and 3%. I mean, we kind of got spoiled with that. the market is still a good time to buy and the reason i say that is because we're right in the middle with the interest rates if you're wanting to wait until the end of the year or the year coming in and the interest rate is nine percent you're you're still gonna buy but you're not gonna be very happy um i would recommend you get in contact with your favorite realtor 
or whichever realtor you feel more comfortable with and either you already have a lender or your realtor is going to direct you to a lender that will be able to help you and depending on your situation is when you're going to be able to qualify for a specific loan if you're a first-time home buyer then there's fha there's CalHAFA, there's several programs it's not just one and there are several programs that also give you down payment assistance but that all depends on your situation and that all depends on your credit score your debt to income what i can tell you right now is that CalHAFA just improved the the stuff for the for uh the requirements sorry the requirements in order to qualify uh your debt your debt to your dti so your debt to income can now be uh 50 percent so it's up five percent it used to be 45 percent um, which is great because if you have a car, they're going to factor in your car payments. If you have rent, they're going to factor in your rent. If you have credit card debt, they're going to factor in your credit card debt, your payments, all of that gets factored in when you get qualified. And so it's really easy to get misguided. Please contact your favorite realtor. Please contact your lender in order to get started. Don't go in blind. That, that never works figure out a plan and see where you got to go in order to get to where you want to go so there's that like i said you can go on instagram and facebook we post weekly updates about the market here in kern county so let's move on we have a story to tell you guys um i've been reading on reddit george has no idea what reddit is this is all new to him right mm-hmm. or or am i talking yeah, about, no, I about I don't it know what it is so there's a series that I like called Am I the Asshole? And I want it to relate to people's situations. So I'm going to read some that have something to do with home buyers and home sellers, something to do with the market. So, you ready, babe? Mm-hmm. Okay. Am I the asshole for refusing to let my parents use my first-time homebuyer's benefits? That's a big thing. That's a big thing because we I feel like we come across that situation a lot where people are trying to buy their house and um, they may not qualify for the amount that they want to qualify for. And they want to ask somebody else because they know that they have the income, they know that they have the credit, that they'll definitely qualify, but that other person that they want to co-sign for them, they might not even own a home yet, which means that they, if they sign for them, they, they're going to be giving up their, their benefits. So that is a big ask. So here's the story. Hey, first time poster on this sub. My family's landlord recently put our house up for sale. And if we can't come up with a down payment by June to purchase it, when was this posted? This was posted a year ago oh dang so around the same time that i started in the business um if we can't come up with a down payment by june to purchase it we'll have to move out the down payment is 15 percent or sixty thousand dollars however first-time home buyers get a benefit of only having to pay a five percent down payment that's not always true my parents had the idea that if we could sign the home in my name and use my first-time buyer's benefits so that, it, that it's most likely we'll be able to come up with a down payment in time. I said no. I wouldn't sign the house in my name because using my benefit now means that I won't be able to use it later in life. And my fiancé and I really would like to own a home together one day. 
I'm also going to be moving in with my fiance and her roommates in the next few months, provided I can find a job. Proving to be highly impossible with COVID and all. Or getting on unemployment insurance so I wouldn't even be living in the house I would legally own anyways. So you can't really qualify for a loan if you don't have a job. So I don't know how that her parents really thought that was going to work. But now my parents are pissed off at me for refusing to use my benefit and saying that if we have to move out, it's my fault. They keep saying that <laughs> things like you'll likely never be able to afford your own home anyways in this economy. Yeah, that kind of that kind of sucks. That's fucked up. And attacking me for not even having a job yet. Again, how is she supposed to qualify? Um, I understand that they don't want to move out of this house. We've had to move far too many times in my life already. But it seems unfair to me that they're upset I won't sign the house under my name. I don't think I'm the asshole, but my parents are certainly treating me like I am. Yeah, that. Aww. I mean, it could go a lot of ways. It all depends on um, her situation. I mean, if she's engaged, I mean, if they're looking into buying, I mean, maybe the fiance, the fiance could uh, use the first time assistance. Yeah, but I think everybody has the right to be able to use their first time because it is a benefit. It is a benefit. I'm not going to lie. But at this point, her parents want her to do something that she doesn't even qualify for. Because if she doesn't have a job, how is she supposed to use the benefit if she doesn't qualify for the loan? Yeah. So right there, I don't know. It's pretty tricky. It's kind of tricky. But that's the thing. A lot of people don't know how everything works. They just think you could just apply for a loan and you'll get it. Maybe Mm -hmm. her parents just think, oh, uh, she has good credit or whatever. And Mm -hmm. she could be able to get the house. But in reality, I mean, you can't. You don't have the work history. Like, you don't even have the the work history to back it up to say, hey, yeah, I could afford the house. I qualify for this loan. But, I mean, it kind of sucks there, to be honest. So, it does say that she's going to be moving in with her fiancé and her roommates in the next few months provided I can find a job. So it all depends because if she already had a job prior and she got a job within the next six months, um, depending on the lender, depending who you talk to, they should be able to be get you qualified depending on if your salary, if you're able to get the, in- the proof of income, verification of employment, all of that uh, straightened out. Um, you should be able to, but... In this situation, she doesn't have a job yet. One, she doesn't have a job. Two, she has a fiancé, which means that she's wanting a life. She's wanting to start her own little family, like her, her husband, and wanting to buy a house. And three, she mentioned that her and her parents moved around a lot. Yeah, so she's probably just tired of moving around. But to be honest, I mean, it kind of sucks because... If her parents are, like, depending on her for that, I mean, that's kind of a lot of weight, like, to be carrying around on her shoulders. It kind of sucks, but, I mean, her best bet is probably just to find them a a rental at that point. I mean... Because if they can't qualify for a house, 
I mean, you just talk to a lender at that point because that way you guys could see what options they have or what plan they can do or plan something because in reality, she's she has to look out for herself. I mean, it sounds kind of greedy, but I mean, it all depends. I don't know her situation with her family, her parents. Um, but it does suck, though, because... I mean, well, here's the thing, and it sucks because I'm not judging. It's just people, people's situations, sometimes they just either they lack the resources, they lack the knowledge, or like us that were first-generation Mexicans, our parents relied on us a lot in order to get information, in order to be able to move forward a little bit more. Um, mm. I feel like p- immigrant parents specifically I don't know if your situation is that your parents are immigrants or anything like that but if if they're renting why haven't they bought a house yeah you that's what I'm mean? saying like um, everyone has a different you know situation going on with their life but that's what I'm saying I, I can't really say too much because I don't know their situation mm-hmm. with their family or with their parents or other brothers, other sisters. I don't know what's going on. Um, but at, le- at least as far as to me, I mean, I grew up, you know, moving around a lot too. So, of course, of course I know how she probably somewhat feels. but Probably frustrated with the But world. to be honest, I mean, I don't blame her if she wants to start her own life with her own family, you know, or start something with her fiancé. I mean, at the end of the day... She's just going to end up doing her. I mean, her parents, I mean, it sucks because I feel like you should always help out your parents, but it kind of puts you in a tough spot right there um, because you're giving up something that in reality later on it could really benefit you. And that that's a lot of pressure to be be put under. What could also happen is... For example, if they ended up buying the house under her name, which means she no longer qualifies for that uh, first-time homebuyers, like she's no longer a first-time homeowner because she has a house under her name. Um, I mean, if you can get, again, it's tricky because if you can get your parents to where they, you help them and then later on they help you, they help you. Yeah, that'll work. In a couple of years, the house has equity. You refi, you cash out, and then they give you the down payment for your own home. Yeah, see, that that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know their situation. I don't know what what what, what their situation is. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, as far as that, yeah, I mean, that would work. That could mm-hmm. work, actually. And, um, like I said, it all depends on that. But I would actually... If seeing it from that perspective, yeah, of course, I would have just said, you know what, let's go ahead and do it. But later on down the line, when I want to buy my house, let's Are make they sure. Are going to be ready for Yeah, it? like, let's make sure we're on the same page. Yep. Because, you know, I'm going to be giving up that percentage or that that benefit. type of benefit, you know, just so to, to help you guys, you know. But I'm pretty sure if you help them... Um, I, I don't see why they wouldn't want to help you. Yeah. But like I said, I don't know their situation, um, their relationship, or anything like that, how they are with each other, because that goes a long ways. Yeah. That goes a long And long all ways. of this, like I said, it gets tricky because 
everybody says everybody says that doing business with family is is hard that is a business transaction if you decide to help them out with your giving up your benefit don't even look at it like that if you decide to help them out with helping them buy a home and then later on they help you like that's the deal put everything in contract everything in contract because business with family is hard word is word it's don't get me wrong in certain states your word is valid it is a contract it's a verbal contract but what do you have to prove it you get what i mean so we're always taught put everything in writing put every single thing in writing because you never never know what's gonna happen um i'm reading some of the comments also um i don't know what part of the world she is in but over here here in california fha um they can give you up to 3.5 percent down um five percent would be you putting five percent down if your credit score is good because you could put however you could put however what uh however much you You want to put down yeah yeah um 10 percent 20 percent 30 percent doesn't matter that's up to you but if you want a low down payment where the government helps you if your credit score is really good you could um they could help you with 3.5 percent down or they can help you in the way that you only out of your pocket only put 3.5 percent down yeah it all depends on on their the credit score program, and credit program score, that they qualify for. qualify for your lender is the one who lets you know yeah we're the ones kind of just put everything in action um but just to clarify no you're not the asshole you're not the asshole for saying no to that that's a big commitment you're you have a fiance which means you're trying to get married like in regards to that though i mean i wouldn't see why she would say oh am i an asshole i mean it's not like i said i don't know maybe it's something that she should have like actually really talked to her parents about because like i said it it could go a lot of different scenarios different ways um you help them out now they help you out later um because honestly i wouldn't mind doing that like that's not that's something that i would be open to i would be like oh well, yeah like especially if it's gonna put a roof over my you know my my parents my family i've been fortunate enough to where my family has bought and sold several properties so they kind of already have their foot in the game on that um I wouldn't be opposed to helping your mom. Because I wouldn't be opposed to helping your mom or helping your dad. Mm -hmm. That's that's something when you um, are in a partnership. Oh, Lorena's calling me. Should I answer? I don't know. Hi, Lore. Hi, beautiful. ¿Cómo estás? Bien aquí, doing an episode on the podcast. Oh, my God. Who's the host? No, this is just me and George right now. Oh my god, I don't want to take so much of, of your time, but I just wanted to let you know that I've been literally blowing up Sylvia and she has not answered me. Oh, okay, I'll reach out to her. Been able to, yeah, reach out because I'm trying to like tell her what to do, but mm-hmm. no me contesta. I don't know if she's working or where she's at. Okay. Um, so no. Okay? Yeah, no, I'll definitely give her a call and a text message if she doesn't answer. Okay, sounds good. Okay. And, and let me know if you need anything. Of course. Thank you, girl. Okay, thank mm-hmm. you. I should be in Bakersfield next week. I <gasps> hope I can stop by. Oh, yay. Okay, yeah, let me know. Okay, I'll text okay. you when I'm, when I'm going. Bye. Okay, bye. 
That was my lender. Lorena. Lorena from the mortgage guys. She's awesome. She's a miracle worker. Um, what were we saying? <laughs> About helping my parents? Yeah. No, for sure. Because those are assets. So how is that ever going to, like, unless they can't make the payment. But yeah. that's another thing you have to take into consideration. Like, Yeah, that's the only thing. But, mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, to be honest, I mean, regardless, it's, it's it's a like real estate's the number one investment like really that's is. a no no no, no you know brainer. no brainer like even if they had like for example like you put it under your name and they're doing the payments i mean it's gonna be helping you in the long run yeah you lose your benefits but like i said there's different options different ways you can move your money but I mean, like I said, not everybody sees it that way. Not everybody will agree. Not everybody would want to go through all that process. Mm-hmm. But like I said, that's just me. That's just how I am. And I'm pretty sure some other people will probably be like, "No, I don't think I would do that." But I mean, like I said, that's just the way I see it. I just feel like again, the whole thing going back to like being first generation. It's, yeah. It's it's a little hard because our parents i feel like it's expected for us to take care of our parents one way or another um i feel like our households are always multi-generational households like there's grandma living there there's tias living there there's cousins there's brothers sisters dad mom it's never it's almost never just like your uh your immediate family like with us right now my grandma's living with my mom it's a full house yeah it's a full house but um i mean this is hard i don't i don't know if i don't know if i would ever be put in that situation with my parents because they already have their properties Mm -hmm. they bought after the market crashed yeah back in i think they bought their the one in shafter in 2009 oh back then and back then there was absolutely nothing in shafter Shafter was Little Mexico. Mm-hmm. Somebody made a comment and they said, let me see, let me go back up there. I might be the asshole because my family will likely have to move the hell out of our house if we can't come up with a full 15, uh, 15% down. And it is possible and it, uh, and it is possible for me to lower the down payment by using my first time benefits. I think they're just basically saying, hell nah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, that is a lot of money. You think about it, I mean, 15%, I mean, even, you know, 5% is a lot. Like, it you're is. like, damn. But that's, that's, why, that's why these programs are so beneficial. Yeah. But. But like I said, that's what I'm saying. Like, I would have just said, okay, it's fine, you know, but, you know, help me out whenever it comes down to it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, and eventually you're going to need it too. Mm-hmm. But like I said, the fiance, I mean, like I said, they, it could be a, a win-win, or in their eyes, they could be like, "No, I don't want to use my, you know, my loan or whatever." But eh, it is what it is. I don't know. Uh, I'd have to be like in the middle, I guess you could say. Eh, these these situations can be really hard. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like they might be in the UK, and I honestly don't know how. Um, how it works in the UK. 
for in order to get a little I'm assuming it's similar but I don't really know um let me see well thank you guys for stopping by and listening to our podcast this is episode one my name is Manny behind the screen you have George yes <laughs> I was gonna say it but she said it for me but yeah I'm behind Sorry. the screen <laughs> And we really want to thank you for listening to our podcast. I really hope you guys enjoyed it. And hopefully you guys stay tuned for the next ones. We have a couple of ones pre-recorded already. And I mean, they're interviews with our colleagues and everybody has their own story. So really looking forward to posting those. Have a great rest of your day. Yeah, have and a good one. Huh? No, I'm saying like have a good well, one. Yeah. <laughs> Why is it so awkward? I don't know. (laughs) Welcome to Real Life and Estate.